0: G'day everybody. Welcome to the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast presented by Grandpids Community Health. My name's Gareth Oliver. Thank you for joining me again this week. We're talking a bit more about Grandpids Community Health and some of the uh, FAQs and some of the perhaps misconceptions around Grampins Community Health. This week we're talking about intake, which is basically if you need to use one of our services, what's the how do you get into it? What's the best way to go around getting your name out there and, and getting... The help that you might require, and how do you do that? And I spoke with Kate Asprey, who is the general manager of Business Support and Innovation, who, uh, as you'll hear in the podcast, stepped in at the last minute to help out with this. As my original guest, unfortunately, couldn't be part of the show, which is which is fine. Things happen. So Kate talks a bit about not just how you get into GCH programs, what the process is when you go through intake. We also talk a little bit about. Uh, volunteering as well. And also we hear a bit about what Kate would like to see from Grampians Community Health as we move forward. So here it is. Here's part two of the GCH FAQs. Hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Communities and Mental Name podcast presented by Grampians Community Health for you, your family and our community. This week, I'm joined by Kate Asprey, who is the General Manager, Business Support and Innovation here at Grampians Community Health. Kate, thanks for giving up some of your time. I know you're quite busy as well.
1: No problem, Gareth. Nice to talk to you.
0: Originally, we we had someone else scheduled in to do this. Unfortunately, there was family matters came up. So you've jumped in to, to talk a bit about how people access services at Grampians Community Health and the intake process. Before we get into all that, just give us a bit about yourself. Kate, what's your background uh, in the community services field. and How long have you been at Grampians Community Health?
1: I joined Grampians Community Health around 2001. I worked for the Grampians Pyrenees Primary Care Partnership. My responsibility was around partnership development um, and helping agencies coordinate services for the betterment of clients. From there, uh, the PCP is auspiced by GCH, so I was actually employed by them, but not necessarily working directly in their program areas. Then I went on to manage the, the carer respite uh, the home care packages and care at home in within GCH um, then an amazing opportunity came my way to manage the mental health programme of partners in recovery so it covered twelve local government areas and it was a, an alliance with eight health and wellbeing agencies across the area to deliver mental health services for people who were seriously unwell. And when that came to a conclusion, I was lucky enough to become the general manager with GCH, where I've been for about the last four years.
0: So last week I spoke with with Greg, the CEO. He's been with Grampings Community Health for, I think he said, about four or five years. You've been here since 2001, How much change have you seen in Grampians Community Health in that 21-year span?
1: Oh, look, there's been a huge amount of changes in the organisation. Staff numbers have grown dramatically. The number of services that are provided have also grown. Um, Our budget has dramatically grown. But I think the one thing that remains the same is the DNA of the organisation, that people who work here genuinely want to help people who are having a bit of a rough time to improve their circumstances. That's one thing that's actually remained static.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. One one thing that I remember from my uh, time at uni was a, uh, a lecturer in the community services sort of area telling me that you don't go into these fields to make money. You go into them for the right reasons and I think that's, that's, that's quite true, which is not to put anyone off who's thinking about getting a job in the community services area. It's, it's very rewarding, but I'd like to think that people do it for, for the, the right reasons and that their heart is, is generally in the helping the community. And, uh, you said you worked across 12 local government areas of the mental health stuff. How far and wide was that?
1: Lauraville, Golden Plains. Ballarat City, I think Hepburn was in it, now you're testing me, Pyrenees, Northern Grampians, Ararat, Rural City, Um, Horsham, Hindmarsh, West Wimmera, Yarriambiack.
0: So essentially you worked from central Victoria right across the the South Australian border.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was a huge geography.
0: Yeah, which is something that, as we spoke last week with, with Greg, we still do. We're talking this week about how people access some of Pits Community Health Services. Not everyone necessarily knows how to do that. Uh, we spoke a bit about a thing called intake quite a few times in this podcast. People said ring intake or go speak to someone in our intake team. Can you just give, uh, for people who might not necessarily know what intake actually is, what the role of an intake worker is at Pits Community Health, can you tell us a bit about what they actually do and and what the process is for someone who is looking to access one of our services and has to go through intake?
1: well in intake it's it's pro, it's not a very pleasant sort of word it has a it almost feels clinical and and cold but the reality is it isn't anyone who comes to our place, our door, either walk up or via phone. Some referrals come via emails and some via fax the The process is designed to to be a really good customer experience so that they find the right help that they're looking for at that time. Now, when GCH first started, the intake was done on a roster system. So it was different staff who'd cover the roster holes just to make sure that this happened. But I reckon it was around 2010, I was involved in putting in a bid to the organisation for it to be covered nine to five, five days a week by dedicated staff who have the appropriate qualifications to have these conversations with people, which at some times can be really difficult. So the staff who work in this area, there's a number of them. They are qualified and experienced nurses, psychologists, and someone will approach them, either a walk-up or a phone call. They explain their circumstances briefly about what their immediate need is, and our staff work with them to get them to the right point of help. So sometimes some people just want to come and, you know, they find that just sharing their experience is enough. You know, it can be just like a an accidental counselling session and away they go. But for those that have more complex needs what we do is then we make a referral to the service that they need. If that's internally, that's really easy. And from previous podcasts, people would probably know we provide alcohol and drug services, family violence, counselling, mental health support, NDIS, um, some groups that help people change their behaviour to improve their life, their family life, etc., aged care support and um, some community nursing. But there's often people who have an issue that we may not be able to, to meet, but we'll also do our best to give them a warm referral to where they need to go. And we hold a really reasonably complex service directory of services that are provided locally within our region and, you know, even within the state that we can help people connect to the right support. Our aim is that you come to us, you get what you need, when you need, without having to tell your story a thousand times to to a number of different people. And then once you're in our organisation and your needs are being met for the issue that you've identified, if it turns out that you've got other issues, and sometimes people choose not to disclose the really complex stuff until they've developed a relationship or a level of trust. And then as these other issues emerge, we can find you the right place to go to get the support to address those as well. The, uh,
0: any door policy that I think Greg was speaking about last week, where yeah. we can refer, there's no wrong door, you can, any door is the right door to get yeah. help.
1: That's, that's an old, really old state government policy called no wrong door. So it's aimed for, um, you know, people listening have probably had an issue and they've gone to someone and told their story and they said that they can't help. So they go to the next place and tell their story. Before you know it, they've disclosed some really personal stuff a number of times, haven't got the help they want, and they think, you know, damn it, I'm just going to give up. That's what we don't want to happen.
0: Uh, Absolutely not. We don't want anyone falling through the cracks. One of the barriers though, Kate, that I can see and that people might also, you know, be thinking of is that, uh, Stall is a, it's a small place. Our Rats are a small place. Horsham in the grand scheme of things is a small place. If someone is coming through the doors or they're ringing up, what are the chances that they're going to speak to someone they might know? What's the confidentiality situation like? And uh, I think people might be concerned that there might be that stigma of going to get help, especially in those smaller towns. What, what would you say to those questions?
1: Our staff are actually governed by confidentiality. Like it's it's enshrined in legislation, it's in their job description, It's something that we live and breathe on a daily basis. So your confidential, your, your personal matters are confidential. You know, if you come across someone you know, you're within your rights. If you don't feel comfortable, you can actually request someone else do the intake. Um, that's your choice. If you, you know, sometimes they happen on the phone and it's just a matter of first name basis. So you may not even know who that person who's doing the intake is. But we want to make people confident that their private information remains private and, you know, our staff don't breach. Um, but if in the event they do, there's some really serious consequences, they will more than likely lose their job.
0: Most community services, of course, are governed by that Confidentiality Act. It's um, extremely strict. And it needs to be, I guess, in small places like store, for example, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it, it does. And... It's it's actually not an easy thing to come forward and request request help for you know something that you're experiencing. We've we've all had to do it. We've all been to the point where you know there's a tipping point that I need help and I have to step over what I see as a barrier to get it and reach out. And and once you do, people really feel a lot better. There's a hell of a lot of truth in the saying a problem shared is a problem halved. So, you know, once you've had an opportunity to 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 talk about it and to know that helps on the way, you know, there's a relief. You feel better. You know, you're on the road to to your own recovery, to getting a better place.
0: You mentioned some of the services that that are available for people going through intake. What's what's the process? If if I ring up Grandfins Community Health and I say I would like help with men's behaviour change, I want to do something about my attitude towards women or, or whatever. What's what's the process then from that initial phone call? through to actually getting to see someone?
1: Sometimes people just come with what they see as a problem. They don't necessarily know our language. They don't even necessarily know what it is they want. But, you know, in this instance, you're talking about men's behavior change. So if someone was to have a chat with an intake worker and say, my relationships with women aren't good, I need to do something about it to save my relationship and my family, it's up to our staff to work out the best place for you to be. So... They just take the the demographic information, who you are, where you live, contact name and, you know, a a description on what your experience and what it is that you're looking for. That referral is moved internally in the organisation through, um, you know, a secure method through our client information management system. It's picked up by the program leader within that area um, who will then, you know, contact the person Brief discussion, bit of an assessment, work out, you know, what they need, can they attend these groups, facilitate the appointments and support them to get on the way.
0: Would you say it's a fairly easy process for the, for the person who is looking for that help?
1: Uh, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. It's designed to be so. We, we take feedback from people who use this system all the time so that we can approve it for you know, our quality improvement it needs to be as good as it can be. We, we just want someone to come in the door or pick up the phone, tell yep. us what they need. We find them what they need. They're contacted by that program or agency. Bit of an assessment done and then the appointments start, whether they're in a group behaviour change or, or an individual therapy or case management or support from a community nurse, whatever it is that they need. That's, that just starts then and it rolls until they meet their goals and get what it is they need and then they're exited from the program, knowing full well that if, if that issue pops up again or another issue, they can always come in through the same intake system and get the same support or a different support that they need.
0: Uh, Kate, we might take a very short break and then we'll come back and talk a bit more about intake and Grampians Community Health as a whole. The Community is our middle name podcast this is proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health. Grampians Community Health offers a wide range of services across Western Victoria and services the following local government areas. Northern Grampians Shire Council, our rural city, Horsham Rural City, Pyrenees Shire, West Wormer Shire, Hindmarsh Shire, Yarriambiack Shire, Central Goldfield Shire, Southern Grampians Shire and Bullock Shire Council areas. Services available include alcohol and other drug support, carer support, community aged care and disability support, including NDIS, support coordination and plan management, counselling across a wide range of sectors, including generalist counselling, homelessness support, gambler's help, community mental health support, and much, much more. For more information, go to our website, gch.org.au, or give us a call Monday to Friday between 9 to 5, 58 7400, or you can visit one of our, our main offices in Ararat, stall or Horsham. The Community Is A Name podcast, proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health, for you, your family, and most importantly of all, for our community. Welcome back. I'm here with Kate Asprey, General Manager of Business Support and Innovation here at Grampians Community Health. Kate, you spoke a bit uh, before the break about people who can come into the buildings for intake or they can they can call us five three five eight seven four double zero uh for intake. What about for people who especially younger people who may not necessarily be comfortable going into the buildings, doing that face to face stuff or even using the phone for its traditional purposes, uh is there a way electronically that someone can get into the intake that they can refer themselves in or uh, get in touch with intake?
1: Oh, for sure. I think those that are a little bit more tech savvy or those that want that little bit more distance or anonymity, they could use our email address of refer at gch.org.au. Those messages will find their way to our dedicated intake staff and will be treated as confidential. Um, You know, they may be able to respond via email or if you want to leave your phone number, they could actually give you a call back. Text message? Text messages, we, we usually use those when a relationship's been established between a staff member and someone who comes, one of our customers, clients, who comes to see us. Yeah, no, I, I'd try the email address.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's fair enough too, I guess. Can it be daunting for young people to, to ask for help? So, you know, to make it easy as possible, I think, that, I think that's a good way to go. Katie, someone wants to volunteer with Grampings Community Health, not necessarily want to access one of the services, but they want to, they think I want to do some good in the community in my spare time. How would someone go about getting in touch with Grampings Community Health and putting their hand up and saying, yeah, I'd like to be a volunteer in in our community?
1: Um, We have a number of um, volunteers who work with us and they contribute amazingly back into their community supporting people. Um, There's a number of areas that they work in that some drive the community car and help members of the, the community who don't have access to transport to get to uh, appointments, etc. in, you know, locally, Ballarat, Melbourne. Um, we have people who visit older people in the community who are really isolated. So COVID permitting, they can drop in and have a cup of tea or catch up with them just to give them some sort of social contact. That's been really important for people during COVID who have been isolated from their families and loved ones. We have someone who has, helps us with some administration in our finance department. So, you know, there's a multitude of areas that you can help. We've had, um, volunteers who support mental health clients who live independently in the community. So, you know, they meet them for, on a regular basis, just to kind of talk through a few issues, just to help them normalise what they're experiencing. They, they may think what they're experiencing at the moment is linked to their mental health, it actually may just be with linked with life. So they provide a great support for them and the mental health team who work with them. So there's a number of areas, you know, we're thinking of expanding that. We've had volunteers who have helped older people with IT during COVID, so helping to set up uh, laptops and things for communication. We'd like to expand that in the future. So people who have that skills just to help clients set up, get set up and get organised for teleconference appointments. So there's, there's a number of areas that people could volunteer. If you're interested, we'd really love to hear from you. And our HR department manages the initial contact there. So if you, you know, rang our lovely customer service agents at the front counter and asked to be put through HR, They'd be able to help you with some more information then. Even if it's just an inquiry and you don't want to go any further, that's fine. But once you're, you know, interested, there's a, an enrolment process and we do some training to make sure that everyone's fully equipped and, and understands what needs to happen. Confidentiality is relevant there. Our volunteers are bound by the same confidentiality rules as our staff.
0: And our volunteers are absolute uh gems aren't they we We love our volunteers at grandparents Community Health. They do such a great job in the community for for no financial uh reimbursement, which is
1: yeah they are right. they're, but, they're really valued i I wasn't able to attend because I was on leave, but they had a lovely Christmas party for them just before Christmas quite often they'll get them together for some sort of celebration, just to celebrate what they put back into the community. And they all say that they seem to get as much, if not more, out of it as those that they're providing support for.
0: Which is fantastic. It's uh, great to hear that. It's a bit of a two-way uh, receptacle there of people getting some value out of the volunteering. Kay, what when do you hear people who don't necessarily know much about Grampians Community Health talking about Grampians Community Health? What sort of stuff do you hear? What sort of services do they think we provide? Because one of the things that came up, and we spoke a little bit with this last week with Greg, that when we put the call out to the general public and staff, one of the things that came back was that people think that Greenpeace Community Health only offers mental health services or only offers services for, and I don't like using this term, but this is what the feedback was in uh, air quotes, drugos. Have you heard much of that? Do you think there's a real there's a knowledge of what we actually provide in the community? Or do you seen something that we as an organisation probably need to do better at, um, getting a message out there?
1: Um, we have started to do a lot more marketing and promotion, uh, and your podcasts have certainly added to it. Our social media stuff has got it's improved a lot in the last while, and you know we've got stats that support that sort of traction there. I imagine. Look, it's one of those things that you. a lot of people probably don't take a lot of notice of. They know that we're there, especially in store. They know the big building there. They don't probably know all the stuff that we provide, but that's because they haven't had to get support for it. I would have thought a lot of people would have known it for our family violence work because our, our profile on, on that is fairly high. I think the call on helping druggers is fairly judgmental because – you know, some of the those programs like our needle syringe exchange program, that's not just for people who are using drugs, it's for people, you know, diabetics as well, anyone who uses that sort of thing. And we've all had circumstances in our life where we've needed some sort of psychosocial help, myself included. So I think what that what the community really needs to know is if you've got an issue that you need help with, reach out to us. If we don't have it, we'll certainly help you find where you need to go. And that's the philosophy of our intake team.
0: One of the things last year that popped up around Ararat and was in the media around Ararat in particular, I'm not sure necessarily about Horsham and Stall, was about the homelessness situation. There's a bit of a misconception about where people go to get help for homelessness support. Now, I've had it relayed to me that people think that you come straight to Grantons Community Health and we do what we can to help homeless people, but that's not necessarily the case, is it?
1: No, no, it's not. There's a state system for homelessness support, and you people have to access that through um, a thing called opening doors. So Uniting Victoria, Tasmania, hold it in our area. So there's a phone number, which I don't actually have at hand, that you call and they'll help you in that area. We do have a lot of people who come to us looking for assistance in that, but we can put them in contact with Uniting to get the help that they need. Unfortunately, the funding that supports that work has not had the same dramatic growth over the the years that the homelessness demand requires.
0: Which is quite... Sad because we're it is you, sad. Know, we, you and I are both are both local people to the um to the out rural city area and it's not something that you know you used to see much of back when I was a kid at least but unfortunately it's something we're seeing more and more of isn't it?
1: Yeah it is and there's a number of reasons that people can find themselves homeless um, and homeless is not, is not always uh, the instance that you're talking about where there was someone sleeping rough homeless can be someone who who literally doesn't have a home, but at night they they couch surfing in the homes of people that they know, you know, living with other people. So homelessness takes a lot of different forms.
0: Yeah, but we can help people uh, with homelessness supports, but not necessarily we're not necessarily the first port of call. As you said, it's mm. uniting, and I'll put a link to the uniting uh, homelessness website in the show notes for that. That so, would be anyone, helpful. Thank you. That's, that's fine. I actually had a quick search for the phone number and I couldn't find it myself. So while you were, while you were talking. Um, Kate, I asked Greg this last week. I'll ask you as well. You've been with Grampians Community Health for, as mentioned over 20 years. Where would you like to see Grampians Community Health go, going in the next couple of years? We've expanded, uh, into the Wimera in particular in the past couple of years, especially a much bigger presence around Horsham and areas north of Horsham. Uh, what would you like to see from Gramping to Community Health as we move forward in the next few years? COVID-permitting, obviously.
1: Yeah, look, while COVID's been like a real speed hump in everybody's life and including the life of GCH and how we deliver services, it's also taught us a few things. Like we we can now, we've shown that we can deliver a lot of our services virtually, you know, either over the phone or via video conferencing, et cetera. So that's broken down a lot of the geographical barriers that we thought were there. Now the stuff that, that we deliver doesn't necessarily have to be bound to a building. We know that. So that gives us an opportunity to grow. And we have stretched out a little bit down into the Hamilton area and the Maribor area with the delivery of our drink and drug drive behaviour change for people who lose their licence for drinking or drug use. So I'd like to see that continue. There'll be funding that'll come in on the back of the Royal Commission to support people in the community living with mental health. I'd like to see us continue our involvement with, with that. We've had decades of experience in that. Yeah, I think GCH is in a really good spot. Like it's a secure organisation financially. We've got a really good footprint in the Grampians and Wimra, and I think we could continue to offer our services to, to people in the communities a bit further afield. Yeah,
0: I think so as well. And, and Greg spoke a bit last week about actually having more of a presence in some of those, some of those communities, not necessarily the bigger places like Hamilton or, or Maryborough, but even some of the smaller towns that, uh, that are dotted around, around the map. Kate, is there anything, uh, but you would like to just get across any last messages you want to get, get home for um, anyone who's listening who, uh, you know, you think you might have missed something or?
1: No, look, I think the key message in regards to the intake that I'd like to make is that if you've, if you've got a problem and you need some assistance to get, to get some support, just reach out to us, whether it's on the phone or a walk up at any of our three main sites, install, Ararat, and Horsham and I know that you'll be pleasantly surprised by the warmth that you'll be received, the empathy and the care that our staff will give you. Um, and it's the first step to improving your, your personal circumstances. So just please reach out and that's why we're here and that's what we want to do.
0: Couldn't agree more. That's, um, a good, good take home message for anyone listening. Kate. Thanks for joining us um, short notice and answering some of those questions. It's, it's been fun. We'll have to get you back on to talk about something else down the track.
1: <laughs> no, thank you. And um, yeah, as Gareth said, I did step in at the last minute. I actually don't do intake, but I'm, I know it reasonably well. I hope I've been able to answer everyone's questions.
0: Once again, a big thank you to Kate Asprey for joining us on this week's episode of the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast, which is, of course, proudly presented by Grampians Community Health. Grampians Community Health does offer a wide range of services across Western Victoria, from uh, the South Australian border, across to places like Mariburra, Sonana, down as far south as Hamilton. Uh, head to our website, gch.org.au, for more information. Or give us a call Monday to Friday. 53587400 during business hours. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well. Facebook.com slash Grampians Community Health is our Facebook page. We're on Instagram and Twitter as well, and our handles are at GCH Grampians. This podcast was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Jabbarong people, and we'd like to pay our respects to all elders, past, present, and emerging. The intro and outro music is a little beautiful piece of original composition by Andrew Parsons and uh, we use that with his permission. So as I say every week, thank you very much for that, Andrew. This podcast and every other episode is available on well, multiple podcasting platforms. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, you can find it on Stitcher, you can find it on Spotify, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, uh, Amazon, Google, you name it, it'll be on there. Uh, you can subscribe and uh, follow the podcast on there and never miss an episode. And if you'd like to leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, it really helps people find the uh, the podcast and helps people discover the messages we're trying to, to put out there. That's all for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope that anyone who's listened to this week and last week's episode with our CEO, Greg Little, has taken away a little bit and learnt a little bit more about what Grampians Community Health actually does, what services we provide for our communities that we, we service and also just how uh, how easy really it is to be able to, to get the help that you or a friend or family member might so desperately be needing. So don't hesitate. If you feel like you need to reach out or you think you've got you know someone who needs assistance, call our intake team 5358 7400 anytime Monday to Friday 9 to 5 and there'll be someone there who should be able to take your call and point you in the right direction my name is Gareth Olver this has been uh, another episode of the Communities Ever a Name podcast and of course it's brought to you by Grampians Community Health for you, your family and most important of all our community so long <laughs>